0: Me, well, for now. Right? And you know, I have to say, I always look forward to Sunday. Sundays when I'm not here, the week just isn't right. It just isn't right. Um, but when I come here, I can worship. We can talk about God. We can talk about life. We can talk about love. And one word comes to mind to describe how I feel. You might know that. i yes. When I, was, when I was going through some stuff i found this quote from abraham joshua Heschel. It says just to be
1: is a blessing just to live is cool just to be
0: is a blessing the fact that we're alive is a blessing we don't have to god didn't have to give us today but he blessed us with he blessed us with the ability to see, to hear, to sing, to taste, to touch, to give a hug. He blessed us with all of that. How has God blessed you today? Or what are things in your life that are blessings? In my I want the sunshine. The sunshine! He woke me up. He woke you up. Flowers in my flower garden. Flowers in your flower garden. We have a building to worship in. We have talented musicians and a talented preacher and we have love in this family. We are blessed. Well, we are blessed to be a blessing. So let's pray. Right. Dear Lord, we thank you that you have blessed us. You've blessed us in so many ways. We couldn't even begin to count them. I think of that hymn, count many blessings. We'd be here for Thousand years and still not have You have blessed us each and every day. Help us to be a blessing to those that we need. You know their needs and you have given us blessings to share. So guide us as we
1: better through your son, Jesus. We pray that we will meet him afresh today in his name. Amen. There are two kinds of people in the world. The kind that get picked first for teams, and the kind that don't. <laughs> I was the kind that did it. My whole life at school, when you're in elementary school, the, the gym teachers don't always know which are the leader type kids right away and so they give you the chance to be the team leader sometimes and that was terrible for me too that was super anxiety producing how am i supposed to pick from among this group of classmates and then after a while it became clear that i was no good at sports and so i never got picked for team captain and i also never got picked first usually i was one of the last ones um didn't have a ton of friends growing up 'cause I was kinda of weird. Still am but you know. <laughs> I think I think people are getting used to that now, so um, and this was really hard for me though, and I think this is hard for kids a lot of times, especially as you get into Jesus. And it's typical of Jesus to pick the people that other people would ask over, Don't you think? So let's uh, recap last week a little bit. Jesus has just gotten out of boot camp. Um, he was baptized by his cousin. And he was joyfully affirmed by the Father and commissioned by the Spirit. But then he was sent by the Spirit into the wilderness and got first of all, he didn't eat for 40 days or 40 nights. Anybody ever gone through basic training and never been able to eat? Oh, okay. So he didn't eat for 40 days and 40 nights. Probably didn't sleep great either. And then he's raked over the coals by Satan himself. And somehow manages to stand up to him anyway. And then the angels come and they minister to him. A little uh, R&R after the brutal 40 days. And he comes out of the desert only to learn So he's going back home. Is he giving up already? What's going on? This is kind of like if you were called to ministry and you had, um, and there was a pastor up in Boston and said, who said, I am setting this ministry up for you. You're going to take over this ministry and you get up there, and then all of a sudden you find out that that pastor's in jail for some reason. And so you go back home to Charlton and Story. We need to think about the location, we need to think about who Jesus' first disciples are, and we need to think about what is the beginning of his ministry looks like. So the location is important. In verses 4, in chapter 4, 13 to 16, um, we see that this piece of of Judah uh, or Israel is forgotten and seemingly far away. Land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali. Road to the sea, over Jordan, Galilee, crossroads for the nations. It just, there's so many descriptors for this, it just puts it further and further and further away, kind of psychologically, right? Also, crossroads for the nations is interesting because it means that there are actually a lot more Gentiles in this region than maybe in Judea. Matthew's gospel is really intriguing because he's writing it for the Jews, But, and he never comes out and states that Jesus is for the Gentiles. And Jesus in his ministry never intentionally reaches out to the Gentiles. But there are Gentiles everywhere in this gospel. Which is important to us, because most of us are Gentiles. So, when Matthew quotes this prophecy from Isaiah, he doesn't include the part that we read in our responsive reading that tells us that God had humbled this region. Of Galilee. So here's a question. Has God humbled us?
0: We know that
1: Southbridge still has the nickname, the Eye of the Commonwealth. And of the tri-community, it used to be the one that had the money, and it had American Optical was providing a lot for this week. This community has struggles. We have a lot of things going against us. We can say that it's been humbled. We can say this church has been humbled. This church has been here for around 200 years, and it's dwindled down. It's not what it used to be. The movers and shakers of the community used to come here, And now, here we are. <laughs> ministry, they were kind of, they may have been, there's some uh, belief that probably Peter and Andrew had a fairly wealthy fishing business for the region um, because they think they found Peter's house and it's decent for that time in that that area. Um, But they were probably big fishes They weren't trained for ministry. They weren't. Um, they weren't educated like the Pharisees or the Sadducees. They weren't the kind of people that you would think that the up and coming Messiah would go look for, seek out to start his ministry. But they were the first four people that Jesus picks. And part of the reason is they are. First of all, they're not who you would expect, but they are spiritually open and ready. Because half of them, the two younger brothers, and these sons of brothers. I've already been part of honest. This isn't fun to be honest about. Um, most of us would like to be cool kids. We'd like to be the first pick. Um, we maybe come to church to forget the fact that we are not those things. Um, we want to escape our problems. We want to forget that we have them. We want to feel good and um, we want to have it all together or at least look like we have it all together and maybe when we come to church we can kind of make it look like we have it all together. Here's the thing, we don't need to do that. We don't need to have it all together. In fact, when we have it all together, or think we do, it is way harder to be blessed. We might say, I feel so blessed, but blessing is something that comes from God that Still we're able to say fine on their own is just not good. He won't bother us if we don't need him. We need him. I was talking to a friend online this week. Her name is Heather Northrup, and she lives with a disability, maybe a couple of them. And She said, when I read passages in the Bible about Jesus reaching out to folks living with disability, I am often struck that it's because they recognize their need. It's easier when we are doing and feeling well to forget that we need God. We incorrectly think that we have control of our own lives. No one does, truly. Maybe the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali and the land of Southbridge and the land of Central Baptist Church needed to be humbled so that God... Can do what he wants to do through us to build his kingdom, to bless us so we can be a blessing, like Barbara said. The people of this passage. Cast- On the Jebusites who lived in that country. But the Jebusites said, You might as well go home. Even the blind and the lame could keep you out. You can't get in here. They had convinced themselves that David couldn't break through. But David went right ahead and captured the fortress of Zion, known ever since as the city of David. Get this Jesus, the son of David, is establishing a new kingdom now, just like King David was establishing his capital city in Jerusalem. Jesus is doing that here in this passage in the gospel, and Jesus is doing that here. Here. Now. Not only in this, in Jesus' case, not only are the blind and the lame unable to keep Jesus out, they are the ones through and with whom Jesus is getting in. Jesus wants to establish his kingdom with. So, is Jesus going to heal us too? If Jesus is doing here what he did in Galilee in the beginning of his ministry, is he going to really do it? i He will do a work of healing here, somehow, of bodies, minds, hearts, lives, as we continue to bring ourselves to him in humility, realizing that it's he who does it and not ourselves. The question for us to keep in the back of our minds and to keep asking ourselves, maybe even asking ourselves together, is will we receive? Thank mm-hmm. mm-hmm. music One that was built where every single one of the leadership leadership, original leadership, had been humbled in previous ministries and went through a lot of pain and just moved forward seeking God and saying, God, it's it's you. You're the one that has to do this. I don't think we're gonna have the same ministry here, but I think many of us here and and I have been through those kinds of just need to acknowledge those and admit our need and to become Jesus' disciples. The message calls Jesus' disciples, those who were apprenticed to him and committed. And then we need to follow him up the mountain and listen to him and turn our entire values around and let him give us his kingdom values instead so we can receive the blessing. I'm going to read the the Beatitudes. We're going to conclude this Message just the Jesus message. I'm gonna read them to you. I'm gonna read them in a slightly in the New Living Translation, just so that we hear them a little bit better. And then we'll pray. But close your eyes and imagine yourself on the mountain with Jesus. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you. And persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. Lord Jesus, we can't do this without you. We want to receive and be your blessing.